Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey, welcome to AfterBuzz TV's Shark Tank After Show. This is Season 8, Episode 14 already. We are so excited. We have a special guest on tonight. We've got Jim from Polyglad. You'll remember his episode aired in December. We will hear what he's been up to since then. Also, we will be talking chirps, vibes, pop-up play, and getaway. Don't go away. We'll be right back. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin we need a musical group here we we are practically a musical group i was gonna say we're a quartet what's a three we're a threesome a trio. We can, a trio, i don't think you want to tell people we're a threesome i blanking on what we should be called. Hey everyone, yeah. thanks so much for joining us for another episode of AfterBuzz TV's Shark Tank After Show. Now if you'll notice behind me we have a special sign up tonight. We've got the it top model top show model up behind still. me. But don't worry, you are absolutely <laughs> watching Shark Tank. I got you guys, don't worry. Josh is all over it. We'll He's get that us. changed up. You're watching Shark Tank, you're listening to Shark Tank. I am Zoe Hewitt. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. And at she's Zoe. a top model. Yes I am. So you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zoe Said What. That's Zoe Said What. Sitting to my left, as always. I am your top model, Chris Howard, <laughs> kids. Uh, you can reach me at Chris Howard Live on Twitter and Instagram. He doesn't do nudity. I, unless you pay certain prices. Guys, you don't, you don't want to see that. You have to, they, they, they want to pay not to see me nude, right? Oh, this is Bob, this is Dad. I'm so excited to be here. It's been a couple weeks, and we miss you crazy sons of guns. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're so excited to have Jim joining us. He is all the way in New York, so he's Skyping in with us. Jim, thank you so much for being with us. I know it's late at night, your time, or early in the morning, I guess. How's it going, Zoe, Chris, and Constance? Awesome. Going great. Thank yeah. you. Now, much better with you here. Yeah, way too much fun over there. Yeah. <laughs> we, we do like to have fun. And as you know, Jim, we have been Team Jim since we saw your episode. Yes. So what has By life... By the way, Team, team Jim tryouts are in the spring Central Park. Wisconsin is going to be our captain. So uh, we I hope we don't there. have to ice skate to be on the team because yeah. I might not make the team. Y'all know what Polyglide is, right? Polyglide <laughs> is uh, the uh, master Jim. He's like Master Yoda, but he deals primarily with ice skating. But uh, he's uh, creative. Jim, do you want to explain what it is? You can do it so much better. It's ice skating. It's but basically it's skating. a rink that you can put down anywhere. But it's not real ice. It's fake ice. Right. It's a patented it's, it's, it's material. It's a polymer product. It's, it's a plastic. It's a hardened plastic that you can actually skate on and uh, you know make all the same skating maneuvers you can on natural ice on plastic. 
But you have a special and, uh, formula that makes it greasier, mm-hmm. right? Or slidier? Yes, I think the term you used last time was proprietary lube, and I don't know what direction you were going <laughs> in. With that, That's what Zoe was saying. Okay. Zoe said this it was sounds... only a matter of time before we start discussing that. But... Yeah, Zoe <laughs> said that Polyglide sounds very uh, like a different type of product. But <laughs> yes, you pointed that out. You know, you really shine a little light on that for me. And, uh... <laughs> But you know that's what? A whole nother, that's a whole selling this. It's, it's a whole other show, Jim. And as much as we joke around, it is a really cool product, especially you know people who don't have the opportunity to ice skate year round or even with a rink right in their own house. So, tell us about what has life been like for you since your episode aired back in December. Oh, it's been outrageous. I got to tell you, obviously the weekend, the Shark Tank, the, the huge spike, you know, for the weekend and. Uh, um, I got to give a shout out to uh, another entrepreneur from Shark Tank, Dave Alwyn from, from Echo Valley Meats. Um, I actually was listening to him on a podcast prior to going on there, and he gave me a lot of great tips. So what I did was I put my website on its own server to make sure it wouldn't crash, which I understood a lot of these, uh, you know, when it does. But if you don't do that, it could be an issue. But uh, um, that was very helpful. And then just uh, from, from there, uh, the sales were great. Obviously, going into the Christmas season, it's always been pretty good for us having an ice skating product during the Christmas holiday. But, um, you know, the spike from, from that was even twice or even three times as much as usual. And uh, the after effects is just, just keeps going on and on. So it's, it's really been a great run. And that's fantastic. And one of the things that I remember the Sharks talking about is that it is a big product. So it's not something, you know, you can just walk into, you know, the big five sporting goods and walk out with your ice rink. So how has that affected you or how has it come up at all since your episode aired? Yeah, I think that's one of the things maybe I failed on showing off the product on the show. Obviously, you know, in, in, in thinking about Shark Tank, and they always tell you, like, when you get out there, you really got to kind of wow them that first one minute. So um, in speaking with the producers, who are great, obviously, in helping us out, um, we filled the whole studio with the ice. But the problem with... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline that is you really just seen the commercial product that you skate on and it is heavy they're big panels but if you notice when i was on the show to the right of me there was that small rack of panels those mini panels which i happen to have one right here so i can pick it up and show you how light it is 10 pounds and it's 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 just like a veneer yeah it looks like a panel it looks like those retail it looks like those puzzle mats yes it does exactly that's really it's impressive. Like, yeah, kind of yeah. And you're right. That's something that we definitely didn't get from seeing on the show. So looking back, do you feel like there are things you would have liked to do differently? I mean, it's so hard going in. Obviously, you prepare so much, and then it all gets edited down. Correct. I mean, the producers do a great job in preparing you. And I think um, you had a guest on, I think it was two weeks ago, It was so the, the fellow who had the uh, edible coffee. Nutribox. Yeah. Newsbox. He made a, a very a, a comment that when you're on the show and you're trying to pitch, they're constantly bombarding you with questions. It's back and forth. It's a, you don't want to get a lot of time to really break through. And the producers really wanted me to break with a breakthrough story about myself to try to 
sell myself, not just the product. And I think when you're on there, you really do have to sell yourself. Oh, I remember that because <laughs> when I now the episode comes into my my consciousness where Constance was saying that she wanted to be your sales rep, and <laughs> I, I, I remember that now. Uh, the I've just got to ask you the like these this smaller version that you have is that a lower that obviously that's a lower price point and that's what they were asking you for the sharks were saying if you could bring the price down um, right how do you get it into retail they didn't really see it as a retail product because of the weight and the size right uh, what we did was we we box these in a in a, a multi box of four panels and we sell them on Amazon now we just started oh. selling them two weeks ago they've taken off how much since the Christmas holidays they've been flying. And so it's been really good. It's been taking off, and uh, we've got some opportunities coming up the next few weeks that we're going to jump on and, and see where that goes. How much that, do those four-packs sell for? It's two seventy-five, so less than a brand-new pair of fancy skates. So, <laughs> That's but, great. Know, obviously, a, a four-pack is not a lot of ice, but for, like, a grandma that wants to set, get, get something for a grandchild that mm-hmm. want to learn how to skate at home where you can get, like, a, a four-by-eight or, or a 216 skating lane just to learn how to skate in the garage or in in the patio, it's it's enough. That is, that is a really cool feature. And I'm glad that we get to hear about it now because that was a concern, you know, for the sharks. And that was something I remember we talked about on the show as well, that it seemed difficult. So I love that we get to see that these panels are only 10 pounds each. I mean, that's really light. That's lighter than a piece of luggage sometimes. Yeah, for sure. And especially luggage with clothing. And and that's the problem with the commercial product. It's like you're selling huge, heavy panels. Mm -hmm. Um, with the veneer, you just really basically put it on a sub base or a plywood floor, and you can skate on that. Is the um, in a, a four pack? How much uh, feet? How, how big is that from a, a footage well, perspective? Well, it's eight square foot panel, so it's uh, thirty-two square feet for one box. Then you have, you have the the four pack, the eight pack, and the twelve pack, um, and then obviously you know that that. That gets the price range under a thousand dollars, two seventy-five, four. That's as I say, for a thousand bucks, you could have your own decent-sized yeah. sure. little ring. Wow. Yeah, I and could it, totally it, see that if you if you're a, if you love skating and you need sure. to practice. Do you need to put something around it to like hold the panels in place? Yeah, because it is a veneer; it's lightweight, so you have to uh, set it on a subfloor or plywood base, and you just basically pin the corners, and so it doesn't shift, and you can skate okay. on it. Does it have the same glide uh, as the as the more commercial? It's the same product. It's just uh, scaled down, so it's a little thin, oh, cool. and it's the same exact product. You know, it's funny because I guess that's a disconnect. A lot of times people can think of ice and how hefty it is. But one thing here in Los Angeles, the new L.A. Ram Stadium complex, um, the stadium itself, the roof is going to be an open-air canopy made of a lightweight polymer-based material. So it's going to be translucent and very lightweight. So I think there's going to be more awareness around actually the lightness and Mm -hmm. flexibility and durability of a polymer-based material. Oh, for sure, definitely. And... uh, and in the warm climate areas, think about it. You know, there's so many, you know, you always hear about kids growing up in Canada and the Northeast and Minnesota and all these places that have a backyard rink, rink in the, you know, during the holidays and in the South. Mm-hmm. Now you can have your own skating mm-hmm. rink in, in Texas or in Florida mm-hmm. or in Tennessee and Nashville. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, there's a lot of untapped areas that, you know, the one thing we, we got out of being on the Shark Tank, they said two important things. They, they liked the business. It was a good business, and it was a good product, but they didn't see the scalability. Mm-hmm. But those are two good things to start off at. So we're going to keep working. Yeah. 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 And, you know. 
And it's nice because, you know, as we say, sometimes it can be a blessing when there's not necessarily a deal because you got to get, you get to keep your ideas and you get to keep your company and that control. I mean, there's a certain yeah. luxury in being able to call the shots and just be able to say, yes, no, I want to do this. I don't want to do that. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, listen, obviously it would be a great thing to get to deal with any one of the sharks, but uh-huh. the fact that you walk away, and you know, listen, main thing, I didn't fight with anybody. I see sometimes when I'm not sure I'm fight with a shark. That's a definite no-no. So um, <laughs> I, I walked over there and just, you know, helped, tried to hold my own and, and mm-hmm. still own 100% of my company. And, and the great thing about it is all those doors are starting to open now for me by being on there. Right. And, you know, it's a little easier to close a sale after being on there when they see the product and people say, oh, yeah, I seen it on Shark Tank. Yeah, that's uh, right. that's great. You know, and then it, it, it helps me as far as making the sale. I imagine so, and then especially when you can pick up the smaller one and go, look, this is ten pounds, even. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so I mean, that sounds that. like a good. Yeah. I mean, that's that's something that I'd be interested in. A thousand bucks for your own skating <laughs> rink. I mean, you'd, you'd be the, you know, you're the house that everybody wants to visit. That's are, true. are most of your customers right now are they commercial or are they uh, just uh, homeowners? It's all the mom and pop stuff. It's all like people just calling randomly yeah. that they want to bit, like I said, out, out in their deck in their garage. Uh, when they see it, that you know, I really advertise a lot on Facebook, mm-hmm. and that's really taken off. Um, people just see it. Wow, I never knew this existed. You know, and, uh, yeah. when you introduce it to them, they just jump on it. You know, and think about it. Like people think of nothing to go get, like I say, a twelve by twenty-four inch oval pool in their backyard. Use mm-hmm. it maybe two or three months out of the summer. Right. This for the same price, you could put a twelve by twenty-four rink in your yard for the whole year. Yeah. You know, so price comparison. When you think of it like that, it's really maybe not as expensive as you think. No, I agree. I think that when you look at it, even spread out, exactly, that it's something that you can do. And especially as people are more passionate about sports that they're involved with, any sport anyway becomes expensive. Because even ice skating, then you get the expensive skates. Like whatever it is, you're spending a lot more. So you may as well have a rink. And right, like if you're in a house that everyone wants to visit, even better. One of the things also, Jim, that I think you make, make such a great point about is that you walked away with your dignity intact, which I think does make a difference too. When people like see you now, or they you're getting involved with these other business relationships, and you have these other opportunities, right? You you held on to everything, and, and people don't always do that. So, mm-hmm. how did you keep your wits about you, or would you say that's just your personality? Are you a laid back guy in general? Yeah, I guess um, laid back guy in general for sure. Obviously, I have a lot of passion for the product, but um, you know, and uh, it just. Uh, you have to kind of embrace it. You know, I think when you go on there and you, you, you know, I'm not the typical guy to just go out there and, and throw it out to the world. It's, it's a big jump you're taking by going to national television. Yeah. But uh, once you do it, you have, to embrace, uh, you have to take the feedback. You know, if you go on there and don't accept the feedback, then you're losing an opportunity. Yeah. I mean, if, right. if you really listen to everything each shark told me mm-hmm. and I work at that, uh, it's going to get me there. You know, yeah. so those are all the answers, you know. So by getting on there... Like you said, keeping the company and and getting their feedback um, is just going to help me get to the, the next level. I'm curious, do you have do you have any distributors lined up uh, that you're working with right now? That's actually part of the process right now. Uh, I've gotten to meet a lot of interesting people since being on there through emails and uh, back and forth. So uh, yes, I have a lot of uh, uh, hopefully a big announcement coming up within the next three weeks. Um, uh, obviously, I'd like to come back and let you guys know about it, but. Uh, 
it's it's uh, distribu distribution. That's one of the things that Robert was talking about. You need help with sales. That's the key. That's number one. Mm. So that's, uh, that's a, you know, you, I just I thought of something that I'll share with you. Well, no, I just thought of something I'll share with you. Coca Cola said that their sales multiplied infinitely overnight when they did when they realized that their main customer was not the end user. It wasn't the person who drank Coke, but rather the mm -hmm. distributors. Mm -hmm. And when they started thinking of them as the customers, yeah. Oh, yeah, you need those. And obviously, you can't, you have to, there's a difference between having a good business and creating a company, you know, and, and that's what I'm learning how to do now is really make that business into a company. And by doing that, you really have to, you have to, uh, you know, trust other people mm -hmm. to help with your business. And that's the hard part is when you do, there's a lot of people that can come after you and, and they all want, you know, to help you. They all say they want to help you. But you got to really feel it out and see, you know, who are the good partners, who are the people that really have their heart in the right place. And if that's the case, then, you know, there's, there's money to be made for everybody. Absolutely. Jim, you have just been so gracious, I think. I came across on the show and with us, and we would absolutely love to have you back when we you've got you. some great news to share. Yeah, we're all Team Jim for sure. So thank okay. you so much for taking the time to be with us this evening and share your experiences, and we definitely wish you the best and can't wait to all have ice rinks at home. Yes. <laughs> I'll tell you what, let's do the holiday show, get the eggnog ready. <laughs> You're coming in. You absolutely, got a absolutely, Jim. So thank you so much for joining us. You take care. Thank you. Good night, folks. Bye -bye. Have good night. Take care. Bye-bye. He's neat. I like that. So great. Yeah. And I love that we got to see the more at-home product, too. Yeah. That is, yeah, because that's doable. That, and I think that was the big problem on the show was that it was too... Uh, too big, too expensive. Uh, I mean, it, didn't we calculate it? it would be like ten grand to have our own rank if we did it with the other? I think based on certain sizes. But I think that also the big takeaway is that Jim really listened to what they had to say. And yeah. we don't always see that. And sometimes, you know, even guests say, well, I thought that, but I went ahead and did my own right. thing. And I think, as we've talked about, that the sharks are the experts. And, right, you don't have to take every bit of advice mm -hmm. you ever receive, but... It's good advice a lot of times, yeah, and take yeah. it and move on. And they had some advice too. We had chirps on this episode. Yes, yeah, this was Laura and Rose. They were asking for a hundred thousand yeah. dollars in exchange for seven percent of their company, and these were chips that were made with crickets. So each chip had a cricket in it uh -huh. because crickets are um, Cricket. good sources of protein. Mm -hmm. So, first question: Would you eat a cricket, or have you? Um, I have not eaten a cricket. I, I did not eat that cricket. Um, <laughs> no, I wouldn't eat a cricket. No. But I might eat a cricket chip. Those actually would be the only form that I looked at them and thought, you know what, I might you do that. Try it. Yeah. I Constance. wouldn't eat a cricket chip. That was just gross. <laughs> now, I have to say, I've eaten a lot of unusual things that are delicacies around the world. Tell us one of the, the grossest world. things you've eaten. I think we've done this before. Um, we might have. I'm not sure anyone will talk to me again. I actually tried dog in China. Oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there we go. But I do draw the line a little bit. I draw the line at bugs. Right. I, I don't know. To me, that just messes with my mind. And I get that they're a really you know great what, source bugs? of protein. But, but you eat dogs. All right. Moving right along. I will. Okay. I will say, I was like, you don't see it. And you're talking about a Humane Society volunteer with a dog at home. But it was like, you know, this is the cuisine of the country. I'll give it a try. It did not taste bad if I had not known what it was. Right. It came in sort of a walk, and they did say to us sort of like, do you understand what you're ordering? Do you want to walk your dog? <laughs> and, and I will say, as soon as... 
soon as we okay. saw a bit yeah. of tooth yeah. and skin, we were like, out of here! And scene. <laughs> so, there you go. Hold on, but what part of the dog did you eat? Oh, okay. I don't know. How do you know? Just, it's like a dog McNugget or something? Or is it's, it? it's chopped. It's like you're eating a stir fry. Okay. It was just pieces. You have no idea what you're eating. Well, there's all people eat a lot of alligator. I've had south, alligator. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't. I've eat had like it, alligator jerky. Yeah, like the mm-hmm. south. There's a yeah, lot. Yeah, but that's not a dog. Florida. The dog is like. Did it taste very? Uh, did it taste? What do they call it when the meats? Uh, <laughs> like gamey. gamey. It was yeah, not. It if, if you had not known what it was, I guarantee you would have not thought anything of it. That's so, like on South Park. They they fed Scott Tenenbaum's parents to him. They ground him up. Scott Tenenbaum, I made you eat your parents. I will also say in Japan, I ate horse sushi. Uh, so, And I grew up horseback riding. So I'm not really sure what that does for our show. But okay. $1.99 for a small bag. $1.99 yes. for a bag of small potato chips. Oh, we're talking about crickets. Three ninety nine yes. for a bag of large ones. Her, their cost is only $0.48. Cents. They could get it down even to $0.40. Cents. Interestingly, they're in 73 airports. Now, did it surprise you that yeah. airports Shocked. were a location for them? Yes, the airport yeah. thing came out of left field. What was the other one that came out of left field? Wasn't there like amusement parks or something? Yeah, we're the biggest amusement park in the Southwest. Uh, Me too. Really? Yeah, that was weird. I I was racking my... courses. Why not golf courses? It's like a Disneyland. Eat Jiminy Cricket. I knew. It was a NASA space station. Of course. I could see it at a museum. So I did a segment years ago, actually, um, here in L.A. at the Natural History Museum in their insect apartment and touching cockroaches and things. And the woman I interviewed there did speak about, and I don't think she mentioned crickets, but how insects are such a good source of protein. Mm. So I could see it like a natural history museum in the gift shop. Here's your bag of crickets. It wouldn't or, be quite as cool, though, as an amusement park. Or on like a Walking <laughs> Dead theme park or something, because like a survivalist, like what's to Halloween, eat? Like if you yes, want to be like Walking Dead those. people or a whatever. Walking I watched theme one park. episode. I'll never watch okay, it again. Well, we should if, have one of those if they what don't. What about like Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios? Yeah, but that's right. a one... Oh, is that just it's a... It's like a modern... Chocolate crickets. Yeah, Chocolate. Not enough. I, I have a problem eating bugs. So they did actually get an offer. Now, they everyone actually did say that the yeah. food was... That the chips were good. good right. I mean, everyone really pretty much said that across mm-hmm. the board. And they had won $200,000 plus mm-hmm. in pitch competitions, which I thought was amazing, actually. Mm-hmm. Very impressive. So Mark, in the end, offered them $100,000, but for 20%. He said it just needed to really be worthwhile mm-hmm. for him. So they had an offer. Uh, they weren't hearing crickets. <laughs> That's right. But I'm bummed. Uh, they did counter at 15% and they got a deal. So did you yes. think they'd get a deal when you first heard what the product no. was? No. And it was, it was, yeah, I didn't think they'd get a deal. Hmm. Well, I didn't think they'd get a deal with Mark. Mark never does deals. Rarely, right? Oh, really? really? I guess you're right. I, I don't know. I hadn't thought of that. He's always saying no because he just is busy. He's got his palate is probably filled. He probably has like five hundred. No, but did it surprise you to know that he had other foods in the same space? Or yeah, other, yeah. 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 Like Melissa's cookies. He's got other things. Right. But Laura and Rose were really. I thought they did a great mm-hmm. job. The gals that pitched. Yeah. I thought they'd get a deal. I'm glad they got a deal. And it was interesting how they got the deal because Mark was the only one who made the offer, and everybody yeah. thought that it was such a great partner mm-hmm. for them that they just backed off. Yeah, you're right. It was interesting. Everyone thought that he was a good fit. And I guess I think that they clearly did a good job, whether just in the edited part that we saw or in their full pitch, mm-hmm. because we've it must seen... must have been more, right? Yeah, but just because we've seen a lot of unusual food products. I think of the algae from, you know... You think about that all the, the time. <laughs> apparently I do, from more the beginning of the season. So they must have done something right to get someone on board for such an unusual product, don't you think? 
Yes. Did you see? They were very confident. And it's funny because at first their energy was a little just like they were so smiley. And I was like, all righty. Because everyone's like, hi. But then it was kind mm-hmm. of, they did a great, they were very confident and they were contagious. It was like contagious. Yeah. And they'd be asked a question and how they, re- how they framed it was interesting because they wouldn't necessarily seem like they're trying to push. They'd be excited, but it would almost be like they're just so excited to yeah. talk about something. Right. Not like, well, no, no. You know, they're not pushing it. Yeah, was, they didn't you know talk over saying? them like some mm-hmm. people right. will do. Because, you know, yeah, we talk about attachment. And when mm-hmm. you go in, you it's so important to you. It's your blood, sweat, and tears. And you want right. that deal. And you're just like, oh, no, 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 no. You want to overcome any right. negative. And they just were like, they'd get excited yeah. when they were asked a question. Yeah. It was, uh, you're think, right. It was a great presentation. It was right? a yeah. very good presentation. That's a great point. You're right. Yeah. And they kept it together. And, I mean, they attended Harvard. So we yeah. can <laughs> assume <laughs> that they're pretty intelligent. When I was in China. When I was in Nigeria. Yeah, they're a bunch of dummies <laughs> over there. What are you talking about? Yeah, they were cute, confident, and smart. Yes, absolutely. It's like the three yeah. Nazis, but yes. Yeah. The three what? Well, not, the I was going to say Cs, but they're not Oh, cute, I thought you confident. said Nazis. Oh, God. The yeah. three no. Nazis. No, yeah. not yeah. Cs. Yeah. So oh, like, what the hell? The three Nazis? Oh, my God. <laughs> so I think oh the three Cs because yes. we're Cuban. So there cute, you go. Confident, confident Cuban. Cuban. <laughs> Thank you, Constance. Not the three Nazis. Okay, yeah. Okay, Constance, would you have been in or out on church? I would have been out. Chris? Uh, (laughs) I just can't get over what you're saying. Just get over it, though. um, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. I love those chips. I think, but you didn't eat them yet. Do you make a little dog dip? (laughs) I feel like I could be possibly convinced. I am intrigued, but if I have to answer now, having not actually tried the chips, um... I'm going out, I think. Oh, I'm so in. Protein, it's a really hard. I'm fear sem- of missing out for sure. The protein crickets. of an egg white no, really. in a single serving. 70 crickets really amazing. for bag. I know. It sounds very healthy. Crickets yeah. so, everywhere. This, this is a bodybuilding food. This is, makes you lean. It makes you healthy. It's kind of like the pants where you could kick. Like, remember the judo pants? Oh, I remember those. Yes. Splits, yes. Yes. Your judo splits Talk chair. about the guy Chuck with the military Norris pants. Chuck Norris would eat these chips. Well, there we go. There you go. Chuck Norris, do you think he would also use these earplugs from Vibes? We had Jackson, who was in the tank, $100,000 in exchange for 20%. And these were basically, regular earplugs are meant to deaden sound. These were earplugs, for lack of a better term, that's meant to filter the sound. So if you go to a concert, you still get to hear the music, but just at lower decibel levels that are um, healthy for your ears, safer. And uh, let's see, the cost is they retail for $23.99 for four of them. And uh, you get three sizes, and they're invisible, which was yes. also the big selling point. Now, were you guys shocked when Mr. Wonderful pulled a pair out his of his own pocket? Headphones. Yeah, I thought that was yeah. smart because you're right. You know, uh, good old um, Jackson, the Sears model, come to life slash entrepreneur, very successful. <laughs> he was smooth though. Did you see how he the was guy? like a Ken doll? Oh, okay, funny, all I right. never, I he, didn't no? think that, but he, was, that. He, yeah. he wasn't, he was easy on the eyes, and he was very smooth. Oh, oh, I he see. almost was like a voiceover actor. He was like, hi, I'm Jackson. Did you? Like, he so was, you thought he was... I didn't think he was ugly. Okay. <laughs> and he wasn't bad looking. It's just, honestly, I don't even remember now. When he looked. Like, right. it didn't stand out to me enough that I can go, How oh, do you I, think he feels Wait till we find this. your Jackson poster. We're going to find your Jackson poster. <laughs> she, she thought you were all that, Jackson. Awesome. Jackson, come join us. So, do, what did you guys think? Like, would you use these? Yes. Yes. We but, lived in L.A. We'd use them all day, right? I didn't think about that. Point, I thought point, it, like, everyone's talking. I thought for the concert goer, well, yeah, here in the studio we'd use it with you, Zoe. No, um... <laughs> 
Thank you, Chris Howard. <laughs> 22 decibels. No, but I thought with concert goers, like people that were like, yes, absolutely. I thought that, you know, I've been to concerts that, uh, and I, not that I go a lot, but I mean, they're freaking loud. Right. Yeah. You know? Now, were you surprised? One of the comments that Mark, I think it was made, he said that he thinks they needed to be giveaways. So he thinks that part of the problem is getting them into the right venue, but they needed to be giveaways. Now, I was surprised by that. I thought I could totally see someone at a concert I going, ridiculous. I don't have earplugs. Oh, these are going to let me hear the music I just paid like $300 a ticket for. Right. Let me buy them. See, I mean, the, it to me, that sense seems to me. like the, yeah, because I mean, it's like, just like Chris Saka said, he said, you got to put them where the people are. Right. So the only place that makes sense to me to sell mm-hmm. these things is at concert yeah. venues across the country. Me Doesn't too. That, I mean, it seems pretty yeah, straightforward. And, and yeah. also, the invisible part is a huge USP because right. you think you, you're at a club you don't look and like you don't want dick. people to know that you're like, <laughs> Grandpa at the club, like, oh, 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 doing the robot. Like, so you, you think, I, cool you think I'd actually look younger if I wore them? <laughs> <laughs> no, what was the last concert you went to? Oh God! I You're don't putting know. him on the spot. It's okay. Know. You put yeah. me on the spot with what I ate. Probably I mean. like Michael Bublé or something. <laughs> oh, nice! Yeah, oh, that's not so bad. Too, I went right? to Michael Bublé. Yeah. Well, I. You're a vocalist. <laughs> Are you a vocalist? No, I, I just, that. I just, I just sing. Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> no, 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 no. But James Blunt. I went to James Blunt. I went to Michael Bublé. I think they were probably some of the last ones I went to. How about okay. you? Are they typically loud? I feel like I haven't been. Oh, they're all loud. They're yeah, all they? really loud. But you make a good point about clubs too, and I'm like the opposite of a clubby person. But it's true, and I mean I'm even like you though. But even like spinning classes, I've worn earplugs in spinning classes because I'm like, this is too damn loud. Right. Why don't they turn the stupid music down? They do it in yoga just... too. Weird. Some yoga? yoga classes. I've never been to a loud. There's yoga a few class. where they're like they're not like the calm ones. They're like the oh. crazy crazy like, yoga. <laughs> What a great name! That's a new. Lisa from Nice Pipes can tell us all about that. She'll be joining us. This chick will have like Eddie Vedder cranking, and I'm not a big Eddie Vedder fan. Who's Eddie Vedder? What's Eddie Vedder? Pearl Jam. Yeah, even I know that. that You're like in a plank. You're trying to hang on to control, and all of a sudden there's a cranking Eddie Vedder. Sing Sing a bit. I'm not going to say. Well, I just want to know what it sounds like. Oh, do we want to lose all of our viewers? <laughs> okay. So, looking at their sales, in five months, they'd had $30,000 worth of sales. And um, Kevin's big, everyone pretty much was out. Kevin said he liked it because his son is a musician. Right. And he liked the idea of having invisible earplugs, which, again, I still don't know why Kevin so that carries earplugs. His son doesn't around. have to know that he's not <laughs> listening. <laughs> I thought, like, with Kevin, like, why can't you soundproof a room for his son? Why is everyone? else suffering. That part didn't make sense to Good me. Good point. Uh, but Kevin did may offer him a deal. He offered $100,000, but with a royalty. So mm. he would receive $2 for every pair sold until he recouped his money, and then he would have a 35% stake. Now, remember, he had asked uh, originally Jackson wanted $100,000 for 20%, so 15% more. Um, and Kevin said, hey, I'm not going to negotiate. Mm-hmm. But did you notice Lori said to him, like, negotiate anyway, Jackson? Oh, did I you notice that? that. Oh, she did say that, did but she? I don't I don't I really don't think Kevin was going any place. No, and with Kevin it. commented, yeah. is that like, I'm, no, I'm not negotiating. And so um Jackson did say no deal. He doesn't want the royalty mm, deal, which was right. interesting. Now, Chris, you always have a lot to say about the royalty <laughs> deals and Kevin's oh. more unusual deals. Right. Do you think that 
skipping over the royal, saying no to the royalty was a good idea, or do you think in this case it could have well, benefited? Well, he wanted thirty-five percent of the company, 35%, right? So, yeah. like, I think that the guy just didn't want to give up thirty-five percent of his company, and then, I mean, to to have basically a line of credit mm-hmm. for five hundred thousand, which is what it was, right? Yeah. A line of credit could be nice, but mm-hmm. I, I don't see giving up because he's got to pay it all back to mm-hmm. you know thirty-five percent of his company. He didn't come in for anything like that. So no, and I actually thought it was a good company. I thought it was a good product. Yeah. I, I liked it. Mm-hmm. I'm in on that product. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they just have to have the right connections. But uh, you know, I, I see that this as being mm-hmm. something if you can get uh, placed in those concert halls. And I think that yeah. the, the most of the sharks probably just thought it was too early because we didn't have uh, mm-hmm. the track history of sales that was sufficient to, mm-hmm. uh, or the uh, marketing and sales mechanism that they knew they, they could count on and mm-hmm. build on. So I think they probably thought it was too early. Kevin's deal now, I would have backed away from that too. And, uh, and I liked the company. I thought it was cool. It was, and I think if you could get the price down to me, like twenty, almost twenty four dollars, really for four. So if you've got four friends, I guess you all go in. But the for, cost like, was only what? Each. The cost was like. Uh, I don't have it written. Did he say how much it cost him? Yeah, it was cheap. It was like four or six dollars or something per pair. Four. Was it? Yeah, four dollar. Oh, maybe yeah. that's what this is. It's not for four pairs. I put cost four retail mm-hmm. twenty three ninety nine. So that's what it is. But he gets you get three tip sizes. So still one pair with three one pieces. Pair. Right. I, I hate to me, those that's tip a little sizes. expensive. But, the, but the, who says they can't bring the price down? The only question is that there could be reasons why he can't because right. of you know the the current people that are selling and that type of thing. But um, no, I, th- I, th- I think it could go someplace. I think they just had to have a little bit of vision in terms yeah. of how the sales or marketing right. would be done yeah. and the distributors. But um, I understand why they wouldn't want to yeah. invest because they don't want to have that much vision. I agree. I, I, it was interesting to me. I, I, I was kind of surprised that he didn't get a deal or that he only had this one offer from Kevin, actually. I know. It was lukewarm. I'll tell you afterwards. And, you know, Jason Sweeting of Naturally Perfect Dolls, who we did have a, as a guest uh-huh. on the show a couple of episodes ago, Jason Sweeting did talk uh-huh. about the idea of taking deals because the idea as an entrepreneur, this is not going to be your only rodeo. This mm-hmm. is not going to be your only product or company. Right. This could open the doors for you then to be scatting all over and having other companies. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Mr. Wonderful is not going to mm-hmm. be part of a losing venture. Yeah. Your probability of success goes up this much higher yeah. when he's on board. I, I question Excellent that, though. When I, you know, when I question that is when it comes down to these uh, these deals with the, uh, what do they call it? The, the royalty deals. Uh-huh. Yeah, is he really going to be in as much when he's basically getting some free a equity uh, on a loan uh, because he doesn't have as much skin in the game. His like he has basically a, a much lessened risk, and all he has to do is sit back and and take the benefits of it. So I'm not so sure that yeah. his participation stays at the same level. But who knows? Yeah, who knows? Interesting. He, you know, he probably doesn't want to burn people out. No. I, guess, I mean, the way I imagine it is that he has a crew of people, and that's what we've heard from some of the entrepreneurs. They say, oh, so-and-so's team got in touch with me so that we could set up the website or whatever. So I guess I assume, regardless of the deal, the uh-huh. same people get in touch with you, the same people help. I mean, I don't imagine any of these entrepreneurs are really on the phone with the Sharks at all. Right, and then you got to wonder if there's back-end deals. <laughs> so if they're setting somebody up with the database uh, software and they're setting somebody up with the, their people, are oh, they like getting percentages? Paid to yeah, do I that. Wonder, uh, Huh. Huh. Yeah. So huh. wow, we're I actually wonder. moving right along. I can't believe our time is almost. Uh, yeah, but they're going to give us extra time. Oh, that's yeah. good. Oh, they great. Like us. We're yeah. Good. So yeah. So <laughs> no worries. It's we, like, we're shut covered. Up, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, we're on it. Seconds. No. Did you do two more. <laughs> no, we're totally on it. Don't okay. worry. Yeah. So, um, but I think your point also about um, from naturally perfect dolls, and yeah. he made a lot of great points. Mm-hmm. You're right that. 
yeah. So what? What was I right about? <laughs> Is what, what when you're given sister saying, a yeah. deal, usually yeah. just take it because this is not going to be your only no, business yeah. you're going to do. Well, yeah, I mean, although I'll it tell be, you that the sharks, yeah. you know, if you're an investor, you want you don't want to be hearing that from the entrepreneur. You want to no, be hearing from the not. entrepreneur that this is their life. Right, yeah. of course. Because, you know, so, but, um, so I don't know how many of these people really are serial entrepreneurs versus, mm-hmm. you know, this is my thing. Like what right. Jim from Polyglide, what is he? Is he is Polyglide his thing or is he a serial entrepreneur? <laughs> well, I guess that would have been a great question for when Jim was actually on ah. with us. But what we have seen from other <laughs> entrepreneurs who have joined us on the show is a mix of right. things. And that you don't always see that on the show, whether it's been edited it out yeah. or they just never brought it up. Because that was something that Jason had mentioned that he and his wife, I mean, they went to school for marketing. Mm-hmm. They've had many right. businesses. So it's not like they just fell off the turnip truck and were like, let's make some dolls. But and we don't always see that as being tank. the case for sure. Right. Like, because I do the profit after show too. And when I do uh-huh. the profit, I mean, he wants somebody that's totally committed to that right. business. He doesn't yeah. want to hear for oh, a of second that they they're do. off right. thinking about doing three other businesses. Yeah. pushed off and it's being yeah. Even, but then, uh, But then it's like, you want the business owner hands-on. And yeah. I can tell you that uh, of investors I know, mm-hmm. they don't want to hear about you wanting to go other directions. Oh, you I know? don't they, think you should yeah. tell anyone that. Right. I just, I, absolutely not. Right. No, that wouldn't be a great way to sell yourself. You go on Shark Tank and you're like, I just want to make this one successful this and move on to my Once next. I get my buddy. It's an aerobics studio. No, I don't think that you should tell anyone. Yeah. But I think that it is just a fact of life that in general, maybe not always, that a lot of people who tend to have these ideas might keep coming up with them. And that's yeah. one of those things. Just there keep you to go. yourself. So, vibes, are you in or out, Constance? Oh, oh, out. Just because okay. the money, it's expensive. Right. Yeah. I'm in. I like it. I kind of like it if the price could come down. So that's the only way. I feel like one pair for I could go as high as $10. So if they can get the price down to $10, I'm totally in. But okay, here's but the situation. But if it wasn't for $10 and you're at the concert hall, you're going to let your hearing be screwed? I don't. Ears, ears I'd use damaged. regular earplugs. Right. I'd say what the hell. But at the use concert regular with earplugs. these big orange ones, stick it out. But everyone wears them, right? So I'd be more embarrassed in a club where people don't wear them as much, where there's a little more of a stigma. At a concert, I feel like everyone does. Or am I just wear these? A concert, (laughs) these big ones. I could see them selling like wildfire at a concert, but at a club, I think it'd be a little weird because people feel like grandpa and grandma wearing these hearing aids. You know, these things that. uh... And do you hear people then talking to you right next to you? How much does what? it drown out? Yeah, what? So we have lots of questions. Jackson, let us know. Okay. Next up, we have pop-up play. We had Brian and Amelia. Mm. And uh, 250000 for only 6%. And mm. the small percentages always make me worried. Basically, they have an app where you can go on. And the idea is that kids can go on. They can design their whole like, castle and move walls around and move windows. And then they press pay. And for $99 plus $10 shipping, they will get their creation straight to their door. In 11 months, they have made... 330,000, but um, 300 of that was from a special Singular deal. Yeah. An automaker. Now, didn't you find didn't that? It, why didn't yeah. anyone ask what was the automaker like, doing buying, buying this? Yeah. Right? Yes. yes. Yeah. That I was. I really wanted more information. Maybe yeah. it was going to be a giveaway or something. It was like from Dai Wu. Dai I, was like, Wu. I was like, who? Which automaker is it? I was trying to guess. Dai Wu. Why Dai Wu? I just. Because it's odd and unusual. I just had to throw it out there. <laughs> I, a trod. Would it buy your car and get a free castle for your kid? Maybe you could make a car from the stuff. Because you could just a car out cars. I mean, when, all I could think <laughs> was that there was... Yeah, okay. All I could think is that there was some other 
because they emphasized that this is an app that will cut anything. Right. They really emphasized that. I thought they must not have talked about the automaker as much because I bet the automaker wants it for something else that has zero to do with kids. Right. Pop up play, especially. So no, to me, I thought like for toy cars. It cuts steel. It cuts anything, that. right? It cuts anything. Mm-hmm. So any big flat object can be cut. Right. So, so and it designed. could make like a Batman costume. You reckon? I reckon. <laughs> you reckon? Now, didn't you feel like this sort of existed? I mean, I've seen things that kids can color on, and what about a giant cardboard box? I mean, but this is uh, this is made by them. It's like you know they get to design it, they get to shape it. I thought that that was definitely neat. Uh-huh. But I got totally lost in this thing. Same here, yeah. Brian and Amelia. I couldn't kind of couldn't understand. Really? What didn't I don't understand what you didn't understand? Like, I, what I couldn't represent. Doing. I couldn't wrap my mind around uh, the whole thing. I mean, what we mm-hmm. what, when it when it came down to it, they spent fifteen thousand yeah. dollars in ads to make fifteen thousand yeah, well, dollars in revenue. Well, that wasn't ideal. They got fifty <laughs> only fifteen thousand from a Kickstarter campaign, which isn't a whole lot. Uh-huh. Um, and then three hundred thousand sounded like it. I don't even know it hit their bank yet. It was a deal with a car auto manufacturer, which could have been to print up fake cars for the showrooms or something. And then it's like, well, what do you do? Where's the business? What is the business? I, was I just didn't get it. Too. Yeah. I was not understanding it. But you know, he they were off like a herd of turtles, says Chris Saka. But Chris Saka, like- Chris, Chris Saka, I think he's the kind of guy where he can he can grasp the potential mm-hmm. more so than I can. Right. He like he sees mm-hmm. something in it. And I think he just brought them on as partners because he thinks there's a cool proprietary something that they've yes, got. He's a tech guy. What he yeah. liked was that he could you could cut other things. And they kept talking about Minecraft. Things, yeah. I have no idea what Minecraft is. Is that a game? I think it's a very successful. It must be something game. that you can design Insanely. because he's, he. I felt like yes, he had something else yeah. in mind for them. And because they kept emphasizing they have designed an app. That's what their business is. But my biggest problem was thinking if you have kids that don't want to go outside and play, that only want to be on the computer. They're still not going to play just because they've designed it. They'll spend their $109 and they'll get it and be like, this is fun. Let's design another See, I one. I thought younger kids. I thought younger kids. I thought you'd take them in there, you put them on the thing, and you show them how to use the computer with it, but they're really wanting to play outside anyway. Um, well, but then I, why are you spending $109 on a piece of cardboard? Because it's neat. They get to design it from beginning yes. to end. I'd do that. I'd, I'd do that for my Was daughter. this compelling to you? No. Yeah, it wasn't compelling to me. It was just odd. Everything was odd about it. It wasn't odd to me. I just didn't understand. I think if kids don't want to play, they're not going to play. And if they are going to play, get them a big box from like the UPS store. Okay. There we go. <laughs> Save yourself some Zoe shipping. has spoken. I just remember when I was younger, I had a Good friend. luck getting these people on as guests. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against them. I just remember how like, this is weird. You're I don't like, understand. Box, forget it. They, okay, my friends, they had gotten like a new refrigerator and this is a giant box. Yeah. And like we played with it at her house yeah. for I don't know how long. Right. And it was just a huge box. I mean, like you could go anywhere and buy it. You could go to Home Depot and buy a big box. Right. And, you, and you had to use the faculty of your imagination. Yes. Thank you. You and we could have colored on it with crayons and I think her parents probably cut a door and some windows in yeah. it. I mean, it's like a condo is yours. Yeah. yeah. So I just like so what you can move a window, get an exacto knife and you can move a window. I mean, you know, I don't know. There I just I guess I wasn't into it. There so I guess go. I'm out. What about you, Chris? <laughs> Um, I'm out. I I'm just out. didn't understand it. Okay. Yeah, I oh, understand. oh, I guess we should back up, as you did reference. They did get a deal with Chris. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He said that he thought fun is good, but it is risky because of their low sales. He offered right. $250,000, mm. but he said, 
had to be the same terms as their other investors. So a $3 million cap with 8% interest and a 36-month maturity. So basically it's a convertible note, which means that it's a loan that converts to future equity. Now, Chris, you're always good at decoding what all of this means yeah. in simple terms. Nope. Can you decode this? Well, he just didn't want to be diluted. Like, And I don't. I, I actually was listening. I'm going, what do you mean when it converts? Right. So they. Uh, it sounded to me like they had raised other capital recently and they hadn't done the dilution yet so he didn't want his seven and a half percent was that what it was to be further diluted because he comes in at the same time that there's another dilution happening and he gets less than that so um, that's what i don't understand the di- diluting because it. when like let's say that i own 50 percent and you own 50 percent, okay. and we were going to bring her in okay um and we were going to give her five percent so then what happens is we have to each go down by two and a half percent in order to create that five percent so we were just diluted right right so if he uh, if they had brought in other funds mm-hmm. uh, at the same time and they had yet to uh, to dish out the equity to give mm-hmm. them the equity um, and he comes in at that time, then he's going to become diluted with the other people coming in and he doesn't want that he Why? wants because he wants to keep he wants to own seven and a half percent of the company he doesn't want to uh, have his shares diluted by anything coming in, and it could be... I understand. It, it could be that he didn't want uh, further dilutions and further rounds, and I'm not really... I didn't really get this part. If he was saying that I don't want dilutions and further rounds of uh, fundraising to dilute my shares, I want them right. to be a part, then that would be a really tough one to say uh, in advance. That's a That would be a really special deal. Okay. Um, because, it, you know, it just depends. I mean, uh-huh. I've diluted myself... Uh-huh. Because uh, my partner didn't want to dilute before, but I felt mm-hmm. strongly about giving somebody uh-huh. equity, wow. and I've uh, and I've had dilution happen mm-hmm. to me and other partners in order to bring in more. Equity. Interesting. So, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense then. Yeah. And of course, then he doesn't want to come on just to lose his six percent right. the minute. He right. I come in. I'm at seven and a half percent. Now six. all of a sudden, it, yeah. Uh, yeah. Now it's six. You know, he, like he buys it. At, uh, yeah. Whatever it was. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. six, and he doesn't want to automatically start lower than he. Mm-hmm. Intended. Right, then he started, okay. yeah. That makes sense. I don't sense. think it was that complex. But. So they did get a deal with Chris. Do you think he was a good partner for them? Uh, yeah, I think he was the perfect partner for perfect them. Perfect partner for them. Yeah, yeah, Chris likes tech, and I think he wanted yeah. to use it for something yeah. else. I don't think he wanted to use it for this, so right. we'll see. Little castles. So they... The next uh, group, we had John and Pete, yes. and they wanted to get away. I was trying to think of a really cute segue about pop-up play getaway, but it didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Getaway. Uh, they should use those pop-up plays. If they use those castles for the <laughs> getaway, you. then they've got a they've got a stellar model. So $500,000 in exchange for 5%. And what this is, is basically this trend now of tiny houses, which are essentially just RVs. I love tiny um, houses. Though. They put them cute. in the woods somewhere, and you can say, hey, instead of staying in a hotel, I want to go stay in the middle of the woods. So you get a key, and off you go. And... It's camping. So it's Airbnb with tiny houses. Which are essentially RVs. In a Blair Witch. I, I was scene. not into I didn't think the Blair Witch thing. I'm not outdoorsy, but I wasn't creeped out the way Laura Fascinating was. their logo. Yes. Their I, logo looks just <laughs> like the first Airbnb logo. It was fascinating. Oh, yeah. It evoked it. They did the same color and they did the same font. Oh, interesting. The, yeah, it was funny. Yeah, it was, it was Airbnb yeah. has changed their logo mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, a lot, actually. They're in a different. Looks completely different, but their first one because we studied so they, in my branding yeah. class. So, so do you think it was coincidental, or do you think that was on purpose? It was absolutely it was intentional. Mm-hmm. It was evoking that uh-huh. it's going to be the same target market. Right. 
Right. Now, would you guys stay in one of these tiny houses? Did Did you care that it was in the woods? I mean, do you camp? I've stayed in a tiny house before, and I quite like them. I think they're neat. Uh-huh. Uh, and I camp, but I wouldn't go stay in these. Wait, why? Because the of difference? the Blair Witch factor. Like, really? I didn't, yeah, I think out in the middle you're of gonna, the forest. But you said you camp. But you, you said you camp. What's the difference? They say, they say it's safe for the camping. It doesn't. It looks freaky. It looks like something right out of American Horror Story. I seriously oh, don't understand. Yeah. It looks like because when you're sitting in a house, it looks like you're like a little teeny house in the woods of, away from everything. And that's, there's lights on and stuff like that. What's yeah, the difference freaky. if you're staying in a tent? It, I mean, I hate camping. Because you're more like key on the tent. Well, no, because Wait, you, you can lock the door of no, this house. I don't understand. Yeah, but t- a tent in camping, you expect to see a tent in the woods. Or, like, if you go to, if you go to, you don't expect to see a little house in the woods. If you see a little house in the woods, <laughs> oh my God. there's some guy with a hook instead of a hand that lives there. And you have to tow your house away. Yeah, and he's like killing things with an axe out back. That's what happens in those little places. But no, I have a door. Yeah. It's a you lock it you close it you're done no. I don't understand yeah, like so I, I could tow you away though they're really little and just start, you start to they're not away. tiny people regular sized people live in tiny houses <laughs> that might be the funniest comment I live in Lilliput I live in Lilliput you know what you know what things about this is it's like they're outside of Boston and New York and it just reminds me of like very like latte-ish Prius driving it's like an Airbnb 2.0 almost. No, it's an Airbnb minus 3.0. So you're going to have hipsters kind of come and like descend on your cool little town outside of Boston. Like that's just. I just. This bothers me because that tiny house hunter show, I love yeah. HGTV, it makes me like physically ill. I cannot watch it because, because it's of so the leprechauns. <laughs> because it's little? <laughs> because they're so freaking tiny. It's like too upsetting she to is, me she's to like even imagine. <laughs> <laughs> to even just imagine being in one of those tiny houses. So, and I hate RVs because like one person moves, the whole thing moves around. Like, right. get out of my space! It would be the get same in a tiny space. house. I'm I spilling hate my dog. Camping. <laughs> I hate camping. I sound so negative right now. I don't mean to. No, it's I just, fine. I just would rather stay in a nice hotel. Yeah, and I'd like to stay in a nice hotel in the woods. That would be beautiful. That'd be nice. But I'm not scared. I don't feel Blair Witchy. I just don't understand like if this were like a beautiful cabin built in right. the trees oh i would totally tree houses are awesome yes. yeah do a tree house are there facilities in there are there mm-hmm. running water yeah in the little houses and getaway oh presumably because you can oh god i'd go I mean, there well, like an yeah. rv i'd be the idiot it's, with my ca- cafe latte no but my... why are you an idiot it's it's mm-hmm. like luxury camping is essentially what this tiny house well, is. well not quite because glamping right yeah, talking, right. glamping mm-hmm. Yeah, like if you could make a see glamping would be much more cool than tiny houses in the fucking woods. Excuse, oh, sorry. Oh my god, the no, family just, show. I'm just saying that there's something that's very scary about Why? that. Okay, I'm just not getting that because if you're in a tent with a vital tent, someone could hatchet you much easier. Yes. If I saw a tent and I saw a little house and I'm a big serial killer with a hatchet. <laughs> It's the BBD. It's the bigger, better deal. I'll leave you alone in your tiny house. I'll go to the tent and I'll start hatcheting them before I hatchet you. Here is the problem with the tiny house. Yeah, Even an RV is bigger than a tiny house. No. So, like, the, I have seen, like, one episode of that House Hunters Tiny Houses, which, made, like I said, makes me a little ill. Like, you can't even sit up in those beds because they're trying to max my space. They're like, so they're cute, right up. Though. So, basically, like, if you were in a bigger space... 
Well, I think then you're supposed to be outside. Why? You're not supposed to be hanging out inside as much. But when you sleep, you're hanging out and like you sit up, you bump your head. Well, remember like, those two dudes sitting there? The two dudes, John and Pete. Uh-huh. It showed them sitting in one of their houses, and one's like on the computer, of course, because he's like getting away from everything by <laughs> yeah. unplugging and freaking right. surfing and like checking his Twitter update. And he had picked, someone had socks. Did you see their striped socks? I don't remember the striped. You don't remember socks. John no. was wearing like really pink striped. He's a serial killer. No. <laughs> no, it's just they're modern. They're like millennials. It's like I'm going out in the woods with my computer, like my apple, I'm getting away, and my latte, and my striped sock. I have no it's problem with that. I'm gonna camp, and you guys are just gonna have to deal with it. I have zero problem with millennials. I have zero problem with hipsters. I have leprechauns? zero problem with leprechauns or people I don't who just want to like fake get outside. I have a fake problem with outside. the young tiny house. Okay, then I was like, they're not getting our money. That looks like that's not gonna happen. Would you go? Yes, I would. I go. No, would you go? It would have to be bigger. Okay, she wants it big. See, I kind of like. I like them. I would go stir crazy. I just wouldn't bring a computer. I'm happy with or without my computer. I just cannot bump my head when I wake up. Bump your head when you wake up. I just can't. But. Okay, I, yeah, the little house thing doesn't really bother me. If there's facilities, I'm fine. I definitely need facilities. Yeah. Although, I have but, to say, being outside is sometimes cleaner. Than see, like I think a, there would be much station. more of a market. Like, if these guys, oops. I would say the moisturizer and skin care. Like, I can't not wash my face at night or I get don't, really weird. You don't weird. need to worry about skin care if they're skidding you alive. <laughs> uh, no. I no. cannot believe this is what we're so passionate about. You're, you're worried about the house. You're worried about not having enough food for your stuff. No, I just want to sit up. Don't make me sound materialistic. I just want to It's not my stuff. It's that I want to sit up and not bump my head. I loved when they showed them outside having s'mores. I'm happy to put my electronics away. I like s'mores. No, I don't like the chocolate as much. You just need space for your jewel collection. (laughs) No, but if they they geared this more to, yeah, in my tiny house in the forest, look, I've got 10 million on my fingers. No one would expect it. Yeah, exactly. That's true. But no, if they geared it more toward glamping or more toward uh, something like that, I could understand it. It's like, oh, now that's cool. Like, like even glamping is bigger. You yes, exactly, tent. exactly. Uh, oh, you don't right. bite your okay. head. It's yeah. big and beautiful and nice and, and running candles. water. I think yeah, tiny houses in the forest is too yeah. much of a niche. Gosh, I really want to do it. I was all making fun of it. And no, I'm glamping, go. way to go. Beautiful, yeah. running water, exactly. or tree house in the crazy woods. Crazy yoga out back there. for everybody. Yes. Like, they could all do crazy yoga together, all the, Apparently the glamping with, sites. Apparently with Pearl Jam. <laughs> <laughs> so, they... they <laughs> now, they did not get into you. <laughs> She's losing it. Now, I feel like you have been super passionate. Let's just give a quick recap of the nuts and okay. bolts of this. Now, they do have 10 cabins right now. They've raised $1.2 million on a $7 million valuation. They are expecting to make $300 mi- $300 million. <laughs> Expecting to make... <laughs> 300,000 this year. They do have a 60% margin. Next year, they're projected for 2.1 million. But their goal for the next five years is 30 cities with 30 units at 30 million. Um, the Sharks basically felt like the cabins would decrease in value too much. Mm. They'd have to, they wouldn't be nice enough. They'd have to remake them. That would cost too much money. Kevin did offer a deal, a $500,000 loan for three years at 11% with uh, 2.5% equity in the company. Um, Barbara was out, Mark was out, Lori was out, um, 
Chris, though, did say he wanted to discuss the valuation, but he would need a new offer entirely. The new offer was $1 million for 10%, which is the same valuation. <laughs> so he was like, uh, no, thank you. Um, but Kevin's debt deal, they were thinking about that. Um, but let's see then. Kevin went out, which then suddenly gave Chris a lot more power here. Chris said that he would do it at the same value of the other investors, which would be 500000 at a $7 million valuation means 7.14%. That's so, what I was thinking. Now, reminder, they had asked for 5%, or they were offering 5%, so we're only talking 2.14 higher. We're not talking a lot. But they said no deal, which um, I thought seemed to surprise Chris. Were you surprised? I was surprised by it, yeah, actually. I wasn't just because I think they're going to be a big hit. And I think they were talking about other venture capitals, uh-huh. capitalists that right. they're talking to. So I think that they were maybe worried because they're going to be meeting with a lot of people. And I think they were thinking they were going to get much bigger, better right. deals. Right. Yeah. That's what my feeling was with them. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. We'll see. Do we have any tasks, Constance? Are you in or out? I'm in. <laughs> You're going to see me with my Prius and my latte <laughs> doing my yoga out there. <laughs> I'm going to go $99 a night. It's great. It's just up my alley. Okay. Oh, would you stay at a Motel 8, too? $99 yeah. a night? Yeah. It's, oh, God. Isn't it a Motel 6? Isn't they have a Motel bad? 8 as well? I don't know. I'm not staying at Super any of those. Super 8, Motel 6. <laughs> wow. I've stayed there with my bad. dogs. <laughs> They're the only ones that take dogs, and I have a big dog. Well, I stayed there just because there was the only thing around, because it was in the right. mountains, and I didn't want to yeah. camp, so I just wanted the water. Like, the water is everything to me. But, yes. Oh, God. <laughs> so are you in her house? I'm out. Oh, I, and me? Oh, so far out, I'm like in yesterday. Exactly. <laughs> wow. Wow. So our update this week was about Barbara. It was a profile. That's I felt pretty like good. we didn't. Oh, okay. Maybe I we learned something. a ton. Yeah. She had nine siblings. She was dyslexic, a D, dyslexic, a D student. She was the first business to sell real estate online. So, any quick thoughts about Barbara before we wrap things up? It humanized her. I thought that was good. Yeah. It didn't surprise me. I just, I have always liked Barbara. Uh-huh. She's my kind of woman. She oh, you know what was good? That Sorry, she pulled herself up you. from the bootstraps. Well, that that boyfriend walked out on her and so and, and married her her His secretary. secretary. Terrible. I I, that, that's yeah. not the good part. No. But <laughs> well, <laughs> what was the crime? No, what was good was that she came back from that yes, and she yeah. said like, yeah, watch me. Yeah, isn't that cool? She's a great woman. Yeah. I really like Barbara, and this yeah. none of this surprised me because that, that she came from not the. She, most privileged upbringing. Mm-hmm. She really made everything happen herself. Yeah, Neat woman. And I love one of her quotes that people always thought it was a disadvantage mm-hmm. to be a woman in business. She has always thought it was an asset. I have right. always thought that it was an advantage yeah. as well. I've always felt that similarly. That being um, a woman Oprah is Winfrey not a problem. said that the best term for sexism and racism is excellence. The best term or the best deterrent? Best deterrent for okay. sexism and racism is excellence. excellence. Well, I hope we can all exhibit some excellence here. Constance, where can people find you if they want to be excellent with you? (laughs) Constance Dad at Instagram or Twitter. Excellent. And Chris, where can everyone find you? Um, Find me at Chris Howard Live on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm Zoe Hewitt. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zoe Said What. You can also find me on YouTube as Zoe Hewitt, where I do a weekly movie analysis show talking about themes, symbolism, eagle eye details to watch for. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of our Shark Tank After Show. Let us know what you thought. Don't forget to hit that thumbs up button. Subscribe. Give us five stars on iTunes. And we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.